Let's take a moment to reflect on individual roles we play in this life as we listen to Sharon Eubank give us five ways we can be examples and help goodness go forth in the world. Well, how do we play our part? What should we do? The first is to be righteous. And being righteous doesn't mean being perfect or never being mistakes, but it means developing an inner connection with God, repenting of our sins, and freely helping others. I have a friend who was in a car accident when she was young, and from that she became addicted to pain medication. Later on, her parents divorced, and she became pregnant from this brief relationship, and her addictions continued. But one night, she looked at the chaos and the mess of her life, and she thought, enough. She cried out to the Savior, Jesus Christ, to help her. She said she learned that Jesus Christ was stronger than even her terrible circumstances and that she could rely on His strength as she walked the road of repentance. By coming back to the Lord and His ways, she changed the course of her history and her little boy's history and her new husband's. She's righteous. She has a wide-open heart for others who have made mistakes and want to change. And just like all of us, she isn't perfect, but she knows how to repent and to keep trying. The second is to be articulate. Being articulate means to clearly express how you feel about something and why. Earlier this year, there was a post on my Facebook news feed that disparaged Christianity, and I read it, and I was a little bit annoyed, but I shrugged it off. But an acquaintance who is not a member of our faith responded with a comment of her own, and this is what she wrote. This is the exact opposite of what Jesus stood for. He was radical in his time because he equalized the world. He spoke to prostitutes. He ate with tax collectors, befriended powerless women and children, and gave us the story of the Good Samaritan. It follows that true Christians would be striving to be the most loving people in the world. And when I read that, I thought to myself, why didn't I write that? Each of us needs to be better at articulating the reasons for our faith. How do you feel about Jesus Christ? Where do you get your peace? Use your voice and your power to articulate what you know and feel on social media, in quiet conversations with your friends, when you're chatting with your grandchildren. Tell them why you believe and what it feels like and if you ever doubted and how you got through it and what Jesus Christ means to you. The third is to be different. Let me tell you a story that happened this July on Panama City Beach in Florida. Late in the afternoon, Roberta Ursery saw her two young sons screaming for help from a hundred yards out into the ocean. They had become caught in a strong current and they were being carried out to sea. A nearby couple tried to rescue the boys, but they also got caught in the current. So members of the Ursery family dove in to rescue the struggling swimmers, and pretty soon nine people were caught in the rip current. There were no ropes. There was no lifeguard. The police had sent for a rescue boat, but the people had been out in the ocean struggling for 20 minutes, and they were exhausted, and their heads were slipping under the water. Among the onlookers on the beach was Jessica Mae Simmons, and she and her husband had the idea to form a human chain. They shouted at people on the beach to help them, and dozens of people linked arms and marched into the ocean. An 80-person chain stretched toward the swimmers. Everyone on the beach could only think of traditional solutions, and they were paralyzed. But one couple, in a split second, thought of a different solution. 
Innovation and creation are spiritual gifts. When we keep our covenants, it may make us different from others in our culture and society, but it gives us access to inspiration so that we can think of different solutions and different approaches and different applications. We aren't always going to fit in with the world, but being different in positive ways can be a lifeline to other people who are struggling. The fourth is to be distinct. Distinct means to be recognizably well-defined. Let me go back to the story about Jessica Mae Simmons on the beach. Once that human chain was stretching toward the swimmers, she knew she could help. Jessica Mae said, I can hold my breath and go around an Olympic swimming pool with ease. I know how to get out of a rip current. I knew I could get to each swimmer and then get them back to the human chain. So she and her husband grabbed boogie boards and they swam down the chain until they reached the swimmers. And then one by one, they ferried them back to the chain who passed them to the safety of the beach. Jessica had a distinct skill. She knew how to get swimming against a riptide. Like Jessica, we need to practice living the gospel before the emergency so that, unafraid, we will be strong enough to help others when they're being swept away by the current. And finally, the fifth is to do one through four in happy ways. Being happy doesn't mean to slap a plastic smile on your face no matter what's going on, but it does mean keeping the laws of God and building and lifting others. When we build, when we lift the burden of others, it blesses our lives in ways that our trials can't take away. There's an energy that comes from happiness and optimism that doesn't just bless us. It builds everyone around us. I appeal to each of you to put yourself in a place where you can feel the generous love God has for you. You cannot put yourself beyond the reach of that love. And when you feel His love, when you love Him, you'll repent and keep His commandments. And when you keep His commandments, He can use you in His work. That was an excerpt from Sharon Eubanks' talk, Turn on your light. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.